Welcome to the Tea by Three, where you can get the tea with us three. I'm Key. I'm Soy. And I'm Tyrese. And today's topic is finding comfort in your own melanin with black tea as our tea tonight. Mugs up. Okay. Um, so basically, you know, we're just going to have a cute little conversation of, um, you know, finding comfort in our melanin, as the title says. Um, and yeah, so where should we start, guys? How'd y'all find out well, he was black? I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Simply. Uh, I mean, okay, I guess I would say the place that my mom worked, my mom worked, uh, it was all white people. So um, I guess I figured out that I was, I knew, I knew, I knew that I was black. Like there was, I'm not stupid. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was like, because the neighborhood was predominantly white, maybe every last person there was white. Like, I just knew that I was I I was different because yeah. it was just it was just different. Like, <laughs> there was no one that looked like me other than if it were my sisters or my mom that were with me. Everyone else was white, and I just you know, I guess then I'm just like, oh wow, okay, because all my life. Um, I've been around black people. My school's mainly black people, so I was never put in a position where I had to really question what I looked like. And I guess that made me question it in a way, some somewhat. But it definitely made me aware of being a black person in a predominantly white space. Yeah, like I'm the same way, but my experience was like a bit, I guess, weirder because. I remember, like, being at the airport and seeing, like, a whole bunch of, like, white people. And I was just like, wait, like... But this was when I was, like, younger, younger, like, maybe, like, like four. four or five. Um, yeah, like, four or five. And I remember I was just looking at people. I was like, wow, like, people are out here looking different, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, that's when I basically knew. I was like, oh, like, people are just different. Mm. So, yeah. What about you, Soy? Well, I'm I'm light skinned, so I wouldn't say that. Well, I'm the lightest of us all, actually. So yeah. I wouldn't say I was treated I, like differently when I was growing up, but like I was treated kind of weird because I was mostly around like growing up, I was around people that were darker than me. But like mm-hmm. my whole family is dark. I'm one of the only light people in my family. My whole family yeah. is dark. My school setting was dark, and I even have a story, right? Mm-hmm. So. I was born, when I was born, I could pass as a Caucasian baby. Like, I was very late. Very late. I'm crying. crying, But all babies are. But anyway, right? (laughs) So, when my dad went to the hospital with me or whatever, they said that I was not his kid. Oh, wow. They were convinced that he had told, um, well, what's that word? Stole me, took me, whatever, because he was too dark to be my father. My daddy dark. Wow. My daddy dark. My he daddy is. Dark. He's, he's a very dark he skin man. He is very, and I'm very like. <laughs> <laughs> so like then I was like, wow, this world could be like really trifling sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it was not trying to like security was holding everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same as you, but like. I'm quote unquote the lightest in my family, but I'm not even that light because everyone else is darker than me. I'm not like I'm lighter than like, you. Yeah, so everyone in my family is like darker, and like my mom is on the darker side, and my dad is on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. So, like growing up, I didn't really think of it like that because, like, you know, like you don't really see. To be honest, you don't really see like darker women with a lighter man. So, like. Mm-hmm. Mm, and my like growing up I didn't really think of it I was just like oh like you know everyone's just a different tone and plus like I used to get like picked on yeah like kind of picked on for being the lightest in the family like you but, can like, control that yeah it wasn't I don't know why but I mean I'm glad they did that because like it made me realize you know a lot but yeah that they are trash <laughs> not in that way but yeah sure <laughs> mm. um so when would you say you accepted you know your 
blackness, if you will. Um, I'm whether crying. it be hairstyles, uh, facial features. Um... Okay, let's do hairstyles first, right? How did we okay. wear our hair? And... Well, for me, I think I should go first because mm-hmm. mine is a bit basic. But before the high top, I had like a clean, you know, low fade. You know, I get a Caesar, I guess it's called. And then after that, I tried a little like different kind of hairstyles. Like I had a mohawk at one. Oh one no! Yeah, I feel like and... that's every that's every boy's like journey. Honestly, Everyone else yeah. wants a mohawk. Dang, sorry. It was not cute, but anyways, it was not. I can imagine it on you right now. Ew. Oof. But yeah, I had that, and then I got to the the flat top. Oh god. And then after that, sorry. I kind of, you know, got my hairstyle, but. Yeah. No, then you grew your hair out. Yeah. It, and now you're bald again. <laughs> As I should be. Period. I mean, I guess. Like, <laughs> Tyrese without hair is kind of weird, but he's growing it out again to get locks. So, yeah. I'm not really As I should. <laughs> I guess. Um, For me, I guess, okay, so growing up, honestly and truly, I didn't know much about my hair. Like, every time I would describe my hair, I would describe it as nappy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, and I don't think my mom knew either, like, the correct products to use because my sisters permed their hair, she permed her hair. So, and I never permed my hair. So, I guess I was the only one who, like, had to deal with their natural hair for a good while mm-hmm. so a good while or your life yeah my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like I had let me think in elementary school I had beads you know and beads were a thing period and then um then I went to box braids now Jesus now <laughs> it's not the cute little box braids you see on the stylus around the corner from your house no Oof. it's you know the the <laughs> African style hair braiding, <laughs> and the women that I went to, you know, they're they can grip every last strand on your head. Mm-hmm. Not just like is. is it's it just wasn't good for my hair, and I really used to get box braids maybe three times a year, maybe twice a year. I would not let my hair breathe at all. Wow. And then when I saw my friends at the t- in like middle school, when I saw my friends get weave and stuff like that and let like their hair fly ironed, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Must be nice to have hair. I do have hair, but I just didn't know how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was easier now, to hide it? Yeah, it was a lot easier to hide it. And I just, I don't even think, like if I wanted to go on YouTube and find how to deal with 4C hair, like, I was probably going to get 2A. And I, could, I still get 2A. Yeah. Day, so mm-hmm. it's just like, you know. But as of right now, I think I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in, um, with my 4C hair. Uh, there's a lot more resources for me to utilize to learn more about my hair and to help it grow. And I'm not afraid of it looking stupid. Well, actually, I'm lying. Um, <laughs> I'm not afraid of it, you know, doing something that's not supposed to do, like, if it's not growing or whatever because at the end of the day it's part of my journey yeah hair i've learned that hair doesn't define me that's why i cut the back of my head without any hesitation because like it'll grow back it grew back multiple times i cut it off again and again because Mm -hmm. it's hair like it's whatever but yeah yeah um when i was younger i my mom dealt with my natural hair, and she actually dealt with it well. But um, looking back, I could not do what she did with my hair. I would not feel comfortable putting, like, literally nothing. But um, <laughs> my hair, you know, was prosperous. Like, you know, it was growing. It had inches length. I think the mm-hmm. only thing she used was, like, um, Blue Magic and freaking um, oil. That's all she be Like, that's all she used. She was just trying to get me to wash my, wash my hair with soap. Talking about she did that in Haiti. I'm like, man, let's use shampoo. Yeah. (laughs) And then when I got into fifth grade was a turning point for me because that's the year I started flat ironing my hair. 
big mm-hmm. mistake big mistake because <laughs> it started with senior pictures you know I was like my sister used to get her hair flat ironed I want to do the same I did it but I didn't stop for like three years because when it's back to back to back to back to back damage beyond Ooh. this beyond I feel like in middle school when I seen you in middle school to like ninth grade I feel like it was always like I don't know say what you chose it was I feel like it... <laughs> like you can tell you can see the damage if that makes sense oh my like, god and nobody no shade. Me. I thought it was cool. I mean but I, I was... thought I thought that was just your hair texture I was like oh like you know I don't know nah I used to think my hair was nice and then now I see my hair now I'm like oh my god Oh my yeah. god. But that's another podcast. <laughs> but then I cut my hair off. I actually cut my hair off twice in my life. Two big chops. But since I cut my hair two years ago, I've been doing protective styles for one year. Almost. I'm dragging it saying a year now. Actually, I'm not dragging it. <laughs> no, nah, it's almost been a year because I started it in January. It's almost been a year for protective styles. And I've felt kind of weird starting to do protective styles such as box braids and putting hair. Yeah. I've never put weave in. I only do braids and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I always prided myself on being like one of the black girls that didn't have to put hair in or whatever Yeah. for some reason because I just felt like not enough people did that Yeah. and that when I was younger I considered having added hair or extensions or whatever ghetto. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that, but now I definitely feel more comfortable wearing my hair. I mean, I was always comfortable wearing an afro and having twist outs, braid outs, but now I'm getting more comfortable in like the part of African American history of which extensions were put. If that makes sense. Yeah. So this is part of our history. Like braids are part of our history. Like point blank. Period. Period. And I'm kind of mad that it took me a while to, you know, get used to it. Because I, I look cute. Good show. You do, period. Period. Kind of like what Key was saying about the whole 4C thing. Like, I remember I had to use S-curls. Because, um, like, I wanted my hair to be a certain texture, quote-unquote. <laughs> and it did not work. Um, it, honestly. That's, the, that's the, um, the moisturizer with the spray and it's blue and white? No, it was like the... The texturizer thing, it's and like then you a have jelly to texture? oh the Jerry curl. Yeah, yeah, basically, but it's called uh, S curl. Oh, yeah. Nah. How old are we? And then, <laughs> but that's when I was like in, I think eighth or seventh grade, and I didn't like my hair like that, and it was in a flat top at that time. Uh, and after that, I said, you know what, I'm just gonna cut it short and then go right out. Okay, in terms of features, like you know. Particularly in black people, you had wide noses, you know, bigger lips. At any point, did you feel insecure about that? Yes. Do tell. Um, I remember when I was in elementary school and people would, bro, oh my gosh, would literally call me fish lips. Oh, um, no. Like, <laughs> make fun of my <laughs> eyes because my <laughs> eyes are too big. <laughs> Like, <laughs> sis. Girl, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, like, these are called my fist lips and, like, say my lips are too big and all of that. And, like, my lips are not even that big, first of all. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I've seen some big lips. I've seen some big lips as of late, so. Yeah, compared to other black people, I don't even think mines are on the bigger side. I think it's, like, in between, honestly. But, like, you know, being being called that is kind of like, I remember I used to try to, like, hold in my lips because I thought it was too big. Like, I tried to, even with What's the like nose. You tried to put your eyeballs in. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm no, sorry. No. I was going to lose it. <laughs> no. Like, my mom has this thing where, like, when I used to put lotion on my face when I was younger, like, she would be like, don't wipe it that way because it makes your nose wi- wider. So I would have what? to, like... Yes, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Wow. So I would have to, like, wipe my nose, like, literally, like, go forward with it, if that makes sense, like, so it doesn't turn wider. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wider. Wider. Is that a word? Wider. Yes. I just okay. wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing whiter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how well, about y'all? I mean, hmm. I don't think I ever, like, I didn't have a really big nose. I have a tube, like, my, the shape of my nose is more like a tube. I don't really have a bridge. Fine. So, like, it just looks like a, <laughs> you guys know, like, those water pipes? Like, you know, um, in construction? I... Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what I, for a long time, even to this day, I laugh about it now, but I really used to compare my nose to that. Um, wow. What should we call it? And for my lips, eh, not really, because, you know, I just, it wasn't a big deal to me, and it wasn't a big deal to people around me, so. If they didn't mm. see, the problem with Passkey is that her confidence depended on, you know, other people's opinions. Yeah. So if they didn't comment about it, then I didn't care. Like, you know, I was free about it. But let them bring up my high waters. It was <laughs> not the <over>. high waters. <laughs> <laughs> it was over, but yeah. I just have a big nose. You have a but big nose? I... But like when I was growing up, everybody was telling me I have a big nose. But nose I think I grew I think I grew into it. Maybe. Uh, I feel like I grew into it. And my lips got, I don't know, my lips got bigger as I grew up. But my lips are not even that big either. They're not. So how did <laughs> exactly. your lips look when you were younger? <laughs> but, like, I think my I got bullied because of my forehead. My oh, lips having same. a big forehead is very African-American because I've been seeing some Caucasian people. Um, <laughs> but um, it's just my big forehead. Yes, my ears were kind of weird. Oh my god, I have an Adam's apple. I used to get bullied for that. Wow. But I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I have an Adam's apple. I would just say that my throat is defined. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not an Adam's apple. It's That's not a like nice OG. twist, you know. Okay, so in terms of you know dialects, we have African American vernacular. You okay. have ebonics. What's the difference? Most importantly, it's the same. You ha- oh, and most importantly, you have you know the New Yorker accent. <laughs> so Ew. big New Yorker yeah. over here, y'all. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Relax, um, I. But what you call it? I don't know what I'm trying to ask. Oh, like. Were you ever judged because of the dialect from yeah. other people that aren't black? Yeah, but here's the thing, you know. That 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 was a good question. So basically, when I was younger, and even my family, like, how do I say this? Like, we didn't talk like how every because I grew up in Brooklyn, yeah. um, so mm-hmm. not everyone. Anyway, not everyone <laughs> spoke the way we spoke. Like, no, sorry, we didn't speak the way everyone else spoke. Yeah. So you know, you have you, you have heavy New Yorker accents, but like people are speaking in ebonics, and like I was around white people sometimes, and just like I just adapted the way they speak. Mm-hmm. So like when I would go to school, people would be like, "Why are you talking white?" Why oh, are you no. why are you trying to speak white? And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Just because I can like, I'm sorry if this comes off shady. <laughs> just because I can say a, a sentence in like complete standard English does not mean I'm talking white. Like, yeah. I don't understand. And that really irritated me a lot because just like, what is that supposed to mean? Is that a com that if you think that's a compliment? You have issues. If you think that's a diss, you also have issues. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just really bothered me. Everyone's like, oh, you talk white, you talk white. Okay, that's nice. Move on from your day now. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I used to tell people they talk white. I. And when I was ignorant. ignorant. When, when I was ignorant. ignorant okay. I've grown. I've grown from that. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. 
I think I think it's because like I don't know like I want to say the Caribbean like our Caribbean families but I don't think that's the thing because like when when I was growing up I didn't really I mean I had a New York accent but it wasn't like heavy like like soy mm-hmm. it's not heavy like soy it's like I can give right. you New York but I'm not like gonna drag it right. so like when I spoke to some people it was very like weird because what do you mean I don't know because obviously I live in a majority black um like place so like when speaking to people like I wouldn't know some terms or like I wouldn't like understand them or they wouldn't understand me if I say a certain thing so it's like okay okay yeah so it's kind of like you know Mm. I don't know and then like I would go to like if I go to college or something like they wouldn't understand if I speak in like you know ebonics or like in a new yorker mm-hmm. accent so it's this whole like code switching thing honestly yeah yeah code switching i've been code switching hard uh, for people that don't know code switching i'm probably not giving the right definition of this but code switching is basically when you change the way you talk depending on who you're talking to yeah kind of sort of i think that's a good definition yeah that's yeah, good. yeah. Okay, in cool. in terms of like you know the typical scenario that people use for code switching is if a black person or person of color is like speaking around the people that they're comfortable with usually other black people or people of color and then they're outside their comfort zone with like a room full of white people they have to code switch and speak quote unquote uh proper yeah right but if i'm being quite honest i i never really had to code switch because regardless like if i'm with my friends i'm going to in with my family i'm going to speak differently if i'm just in a professional setting period mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what you look like i'm just going to put on a front and that's that yeah but the thing that i do change is like sounding smarter you know yeah just using different language i guess right different vocabulary right mm-hmm. exactly um but that's it. Like, regardless of who you are, I'm going to, you know, hi, um, my name is Kiana Michelle. I'm just calling to, like, that's just how I'm going to talk. Like, yeah. regardless. So I probably didn't sound too different there, but oh well. And for, um, whatchamacallit, what Tyree said about, like, speaking to someone outside of where he lives and not understanding them. Do you mean, like, like slang like new york slang yeah like if i say oh you're bugging i I can't say certain things around like it's mainly white people but (laughs) like i can't say like you're bugging or um you know i can't really they're not gonna really understand certain things even if they're from new york they're probably from upstate so they're not gonna understand it and that does not count i don't care what anyone says (laughs) but yeah like to be honest i really wouldn't even consider it like I don't know, like, African-American vernacular. I just consider it, like, I guess, New York slang. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really... But... Yeah, I feel you. Like, some things, <laughs> I still don't know what they mean. Like, when, <laughs> when Soy will be like, I'm fake tired, I'm like, are you tired or not? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean you're fake tired? Um, Maybe I'm not thinking- tired. Okay, but you could just say I'm kind of tired. No, why? <laughs> but, but the meaning of fake doesn't translate to kinda. Like where it, I don't know. Yeah, or like it's... or like mad. Like you're mad annoying. Yeah, but you're not. You're not OD. angry. Like yeah. Okay, that's but weird. that but that makes sense though. <laughs> I don't mad know. Mad means plenty. Yes. Or mad is as an abundance of. Yeah. Okay, but fake. Tell me. Kind of. I'm hungry. I'm fake tired. <laughs> I'm what? fake tired. I'm fake hungry. Because, you know, when something's fake, it's artificial. So it's not real. But you just said kind of, not not real. Oh, my God, Kiana. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so talking about, like, I just, I really do want to understand because sometimes I just, I'm just okay, confused. Artificial meaning not real. This <laughs> is not real. <laughs> then it's not real oh no i still don't get it i'm sorry but um <laughs> um yeah that's 
I can't even think of another word. Um, Don't. You make my head hurt. Oh, when people say, like, <laughs> I'm going to sound so weird saying this, but when people are like, oh, that's cat, I'm like, I'm weak. Cat? Cat? No, I, I know what lying. cat means. I know what cat means, but, like, it just sounds so weird. Like, where did, where? Honestly, I feel like it sounds weird if you're not black, honestly, because when some people say it, I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Hopping. <laughs> you capping out here? I'm big, uh, big, big cat. It just it it confuses me. And now there's a new one, like Womp. Oh, I don't know that Womp. one. <laughs> I don't know that one. What does Womp mean? Is that the new period? You know how like mm-hmm. no, like, I think it means like no. Does... It's like uh oh. I thought it means like you're rejected. <laughs> Like, yeah, mom. like, uh, oh. like womp. So, like, if someone, uh. so if someone, like, you know, is doing some dirty behavior, you just say womp. I'm crying. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the thing from Mario? Nah, that's, that's one, that's one, <laughs> that's one slang I don't use. Yeah, not me either. I feel like you need to be from, like, yeah. the Bronx or something. That's like, that. that's like, that's like OJ. That's, OJ that's Brooklyn. Oh wait, who's OJ? OJ oh, Suave from Insta. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's in all his videos. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. That's where I heard it. I'm just like, huh? What's womp? <laughs> yes, but anyway. Thank you for that educational <laughs> oh, part. You're welcome. Um, so I currently reside in Buffalo. And it's not that I changed my bonus or whatever, but I, when I'm talking to customers, I find myself portraying a southern accent. Southern? Everybody upstate, <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> yes, a southern accent. Because every, I swear, everybody upstate sounds like they're from the south. Ooh. Like, am I bugging? Am I the only one that peeps? I'm not from Buffalo, so I can't really say. Um, I'm, you upstate, though. Wow. You was upstate. I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Okay. And I'm, like, at the, I'm at the capital, so a lot more city people are there. Yeah. Like, they dead just be, like, having a southern twinge. Like, okay, Alabama. Oof. But, so I just be talking, especially because like, I work with customer service or whatever. And I just be talking, uh, I, especially if I'm talking to my coworkers, I talk to them, like, I talk regularly. Like, not like I talk to customers. Sometimes I'm talking to customers a different way, obviously. But they just be like, oh, you're not from here. Mm-hmm. Like okay, <laughs> no like, seriously. What's the problem? Like what's like, the problem? Okay, exactly. Like you want me to go back? You want me to go back? <laughs> Do you want a cookie? Congratulations. Exactly. And not even even among my friends, y'all. For my slang, I just be getting, I be getting like yelled at, and like I don't know, like y'all be attacking me. I'm weak. That is not true. The only reason that we attack you. The only reason we attack you is because we don't be understanding what you're saying sometimes. So like, like and I also, <laughs> and I also <laughs> talk very fast. On top of that, that too. Sometimes she's like, "That is a corner." What? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. What the hell is corner? That's what you Look say. You. What? Who's corner? The corner. Corner, as in the corner. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Couldn't even understand what I said. I heard corner. Okay, corner. You still? It's in the corner. Oh. Exactly. No? You re- you're replacing your ER with H hey. or U H. Okay, give me another word. Give me another word. Quarter. Quarter. <laughs> exactly. Not the. Not the uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Like naturally, my mouth can't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, moving on, um, in terms of, like, <clears throat> I would say, so our, our all our families are from the Caribbean, so for in this case, I would say, you know, colorism within the Black community in our countries or in our cultures. Um, what do you guys have to say for that? It's bad in Jamaica, that's all to say. Like, <laughs> honestly, people bleach their skin, like, 
with Yo, actual the bleaching for bleach. me. <laughs> with actual bleach. I'm looking at my auntie like, what are you doing? Honestly. Not the auntie. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad people oh my in my God. family don't do it that much. I have like a few cousins that did, but like, it does not look right. And it's sad because it's like, the reason they're doing it is because they want to be, I guess, close to white, but that's not going to help you. Like, it just makes you look worse, honestly. And yeah. it's it's really sad, but yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's bad for your skin. That too, sure. yeah. Not positive, but pretty sure it's bad <laughs> for your skin. And then bad yeah. for your health. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Musha, I honestly, I can't, I, really, I can't really speak on it that much but from the people that live up here in the u.s specifically in new york like they'll legit bleach their hands and their face that's That's all that's all and like you know how the nail bed your nail beds are darker yeah like you can see that that person's dark skin their lips because your lips match the natural tone of your skin obviously so if you're a dark-skinned person bleaching your skin and your lips are still dark it's not going to look natural and your neck is dark too Mm -hmm. that does not make any sense (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it just doesn't make any sense and it's like what's the like what's the purpose of bleaching your skin in general regardless of who you are so yeah like i was saying like it just doesn't look natural and I'm not sure, because I know the history of, like, lightening your skin in Jamaica, mm-hmm. but for Solution, like, I don't, I don't really know, like, are they trying to, you know, uh, be closer to whiteness, or is it just that, like, like, what is it? I, I can't even think of, like, a real reason, like, what, like, what is it? I don't know. Mm. How about Haitians? <clears throat> so, oh. <laughs> I got a couple aunties that bleach or whatever. And I look at them like they're dumb. But with Haitians, it's very much racist. Like, those, especially, like, back in the day, if you were lighter, you had a better chance at a better life. Yeah. If you were dark, it was more likely that you would be in the poverty industry type stuff. It's like a caste system? And I don't feel like that's right. Because in my family, like, my personal experience with colorism, like, within my own family is that, like, I was looked at differently. And I was, like, I wasn't a part of the family because I was, like, mm. like, for my dad's side of the family, I'm the light, I'm the only light person. Like, I'm the lightest person. And everybody was just looking at me, like, you're not part of us. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, well, check my birth certificate. <laughs> well, isn't that on my birth certificate? I don't know. <laughs> But um, I mean, technically, a birth certificate, uh, he could have just walked through the door and be like, That's my child. Well, take my blood down. Exactly. <laughs> but I color them, it's not as bad as it used to be. I can honestly say that, especially because there's. I've been introduced to a lot more races. Is that is that the proper way to say it? Racist? Like, what do you mean by that? So I've met Asian Haitians, I've met Caucasian Haitians, and it's just like so bizarre. But at the same time, those are still, but like you know how like those two groups are still like a lighter complexion. Yeah. Yeah. Those are still two groups that you would see still have the most money, rather than the African. I said the African, like the dark skinned individuals, like you would see, like at the bottom of like the totem pole type stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we need to get it together because they be talking fine Haitian. Uh, hey, who? Uh, that's, I'm sorry, it's completely irrelevant. I just looked at a good picture of a Haitian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> who? I'm weak. What? Um, like, what's one thing? What's one thing that you would like say to a person that's bleaching their skin? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm sorry. Just like, like, why? Yeah. What are you gaining from this? Honestly. Everybody is looking at you bleach your skin. Everybody can see that you're not the same color you were a month ago. 
isn't there what's his name? Um that that Jimmy Vibes Cartel. Yes. Didn't he bleach his Ooh. skin? Yes, most definitely. He was like a light skin. I'm just like, that's not how I remember you when I was watching your videos in second grade. <laughs> exactly. Like, like there's an obvious change. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and the way that people in the Caribbean are judgy, at the same time they could judge you for being dark, they're gonna judge you at the same time for bleaching your skin. Yeah. So mm, I don't know about that. The same people who drive you to um to to doing it. the same people who are going to make fun of you at the end of the day. Like, yeah, that is true. I don't I think I think in Jamaica too, because imagine somebody bleached their skin wrong. <laughs> you will get clowned for it. Imagine it's wrong regardless. And you do it wrong. I mean, but like, you know what I <laughs> And they look like a fool. Yikes. Like when my auntie first started, she was bleaching her she was bleaching her um her face but not her whole neck. And I was like, you might as well do your whole body while you add it mm-hmm. sis. And that's my thing, like, cause like you, your hands are dark. Like, your hands how are, are dark. you going to? How are you going to just bleach your face and your hands and your neck? Is the rest of your body not dark? Honestly, like for real, like do it all or do none. Unless, unless you dress really modestly, then I guess that makes sense. But at the same time, no. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. And if I, if I were to see someone, if I had the opportunity to tell someone you know about them bleaching their skin like maybe this is you know i don't know but i would just want to sit down with them just be like who made fun of you Mm. like honestly let's talk about it who like what happened to your childhood (laughs) oh no (laughs) like honestly truly because a lot of the stuff that adults go through nowadays are in direct impact of their childhood believe it or not like and that goes for our parents too the same nonsense that they're like you know doing to us it's just like did that really make sense in your head or your inner seven-year-old is screaming right now like does, does yeah, that make sense what about you Terrence? yeah i mean like why and no like what's the point what was the reason yeah, like <laughs> honestly like i don't really mm-hmm. know what else to say i mean i'm not gonna stop you because you know some people gotta do what they gotta do i guess but they don't gotta do it you're right yeah <laughs> but it's like i mean in some yeah. places like like nigeria i heard like if you bleach your skin you're more likely to get like job opportunities and stuff so like and people really that's be a out society here yeah. own bleach. huh don't know that people really be out here making their own bleach yeah i heard that too didn't they make cake soap isn't that what that is cake soap I don't know, no. but my auntie be doing herself dirty. Y'all know what cake I'm soap sorry. is? No. No, I'm not familiar. Let me find out the definition. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, so uh, it's popularly, popular, popularly oh, used as a laundry oh. detergent in Jamaica. Vibes Cartel claimed that he washed his face with a product to lighten his skin and he wow. made a whole song about it called Cake Soap. And he's not soap. ashamed. And that was in 2011. Wow. He said, I don't care. That's crazy. Yep. So. I mean, but yeah. since we talked about the colorism in the Caribbean, how I feel about the colorism in America? I personally never, you know, went through that because... I'm not dark skinned, but I'm not like mm-hmm. at the same time. I thought I was. I really thought it was like used complexion until I met Aisa, honestly and truly. Wow. Um but like in the US, I would say like oh my gosh. Like the way dark skinned women get stomped on, not literal well, literally too, but um like stomped on and just like they're they could be the most beautiful women in the world, but specifically mm-hmm. men. Let's let's just men. We'll just oh, we get oh. into it. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be just be like, nah, I'm not attracted to her, and I'm not into dark skin girls. But she's like, what? Like exactly. what? Like come on. It it uh, it's just weird to me. Like I don't know. It's just weird because at the end of the day, she can you at least admit that she's beautiful, or are you just gonna keep on saying that she's dark skin? So dark. What what I'm hearing is dark skin equals exactly. And a lot of people frame it as like a a preference thing, but the thing with preferences, like you don't hate on the other thing that's the opposite of that preference. Like, yeah. 
a lot of a lot of oof, I don't want to say, but a lot of black men love to like say, you know, oh, it's my preference. You know, I like you know lighter skinned people, but like you don't light skin or white basically, women. yeah. But mm-hmm. then hate on a darker skinned woman just because like, and they could be objectively prettier than the lighter skinned person, but it's just because she's dark skinned. It's like. It's this whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. And I I definitely see it a lot more from black men. Like, they'll trash anyone who's a shade darker than a piece of white plain paper. And, like, for what? To, like, that's, you bring someone down is not necessarily up your exactly. another person. And it's just, uh, it's just a whole nother thing that we can get yeah. into in another episode. So... Like liking things out of the norm. How did you? I we I don't know. How did you like fit in? I guess as a black person, like in the culture and stuff like that. How did you fit in without liking um, the norm? For me personally, so especially in New York, our culture is a very much. I wouldn't say very much, but like. Almost every African American person has a pair of Jordans in the city, yeah. and if you were part of like the it crowd or whatever, you definitely had a pair or like five, right? <laughs> so uh-huh. But growing up, I was never really that type of person. I always preferred wearing Converse, and I think they were seen as like skater, whatever. Yeah, back then. Back then. Back then. And I never really saw the needs for Jordans. I still don't personally, but I want a pair of ones now and Air Forces. But um, I still like Converse. I don't know. It's just practical. Like, why am I spending $107 on a pair mm-hmm. of shoes? Well, I could spend $50 on a nice pair. Are you kidding? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, it was more about my music taste because... Like, literally, I never, I don't listen to rap. I don't listen to much R&B. Mm. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, well. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Dude, this is the problem. <laughs> I didn't mean it any type of way. Anyways. But, yeah, like, I'm also listening to, like, K-pop or, like, even, like, in general, like, Asian music in general. I don't know why. Like, because I used to be in J-pop, too, mm-hmm. but... Like, since I was... J-pop. Japanese pop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right? That's what I mean? <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Like, I never really got references or, like, song, like when people were playing songs, like, I never really got it. Like, it was either... Literally, it was either, like, K-pop, J-pop, or um, Korean music. Like, that was my taste. So, like... Mm. Especially in New York, like if you don't know rap like that, like you're kind of, you're kind of screwed basically. So it's like, yeah. And not only that, like I didn't like basketball either. I hate. I like soccer more than I do <laughs> basketball. Yes. Soccer. I don't even play Ew. soccer like that, but I just like it more than basketball. But like, since I wasn't like, I guess. I guess, quote unquote, the typical. I don't want to sound like that person. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be like I'm quirky. Like no, I'm not. I'm not. But I wasn't uh, like the typical like black male. So like going to school and just going to different places. Like I didn't really like bond with people like that. Mainly because I didn't like those things. But yeah. How about you, Key? I feel you. Um. So, in middle school, like, I didn't really listen to much rap. Now I do. Well, mm, I'm not going to say I listen to rap like that. Um, But, yeah, in middle school, I used to listen to a lot of Coldplay, The Neighborhood, a lot of EDM, like, Major Laser and stuff like that. I love that. But the people that I surrounded myself with and just, like, just the people in our grade in general, like, they listen to hip-hop, rap, da-da-da. And I wasn't into that. So, like, when we had our parties, um, like, the middle school parties in the lunchroom, they would be playing, like, you know, like, the double type <laughs> of music. 
and <laughs> the raps and stuff. And I'm just like, uh, but before before the party, I would usually like, you know, go and see like what's the hottest rap song because I didn't want to be left out yeah. type thing. Like it was just bad. And I, I don't know. Because it was always seemed as like seemed as as if like if you didn't like um, I don't know some rapper Eminem, not or Eminem, like Jay Z or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like popular rappers, not the ones today. Yeah, like, ones yeah, like with Khalifa and all that. You, yeah, yeah, like you were just whack. Like you liked white people yeah. music. I'm just like what? <laughs> I I don't get it. Like my sister used to listen to Pat yes. Man. And stuff like that, and not I guess rock music, but more Paramore mm-hmm. style stuff. And like I don't know, it wasn't weird that in my house at least it wasn't weird that I listened to that type of music because my sister's into music that wasn't popular at the time. So like it was just when I was in public, I felt like oh dang, I don't know this song, so I don't know how to move, so I end up sitting in the corner and just like oh, it was just a whole thing. And even as recent as prom, <laughs> okay, like, I don't, I personally don't care for Meek Mill. Um, not to say that he's a bad artist or anything, I just don't care for Meek Mill. So when they play that song about 15 Honestly. million times, it was only two <laughs> times, but I'm dragging it, but yeah, when they play that song two times, I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. what? But... I'm proud of myself for getting to the point where I don't have to go look I don't have to go look um, for music to make myself fit in like I really yeah. can just be me and yeah but now I listen to R&B I listen to a lot of different music like I can't tell you a favorite genre I listen Oof. to country music and whatever whatever <laughs> anyway <laughs> I listen to country music and yeah like I just listen to music now I don't really care for anyone's opinion if you if you don't like it then you don't like it like K-pop, right? I'm not I'm a crying. fan of K-pop, and I'll tell you why. It it has nothing to do with the Korean uh-huh. or Japanese people. It has to do with the fact that I'm not a I pop fun, person in general. But, uh-huh. So like, I'm yeah. not R&B. So listen to uh, like a like a I don't know like running through a rainbow. Okay, song. some of them are R&B. I can't. Though. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't vibe with them. Well, the sorry, but the ones that I've seen, especially oh, on Twitter, because of you <laughs> on my timeline, it's the pop ones that I'm seeing. Like it's cute, yeah, but it's not for me. But I can I can see why people are appealed to them because some of them yeah. do sound fire. So, so although I'm middle school, I would say like sixth, tenth grade mainly, maybe the beginning of eighth, but not really. I like had this obsession. Oh no, with this like, it came up. <laughs> I have this obsession. I have this obsession with white men, like especially white men with black women. And I convinced myself the only reason I like the black guys in our school is because I was forced to be around them, not because I actually mm-hmm. liked them. And I'm just like, wow, that sounds mm-hmm. disgusting. And I even wrote like, what was this in 2014? Ooh. I had a list. <laughs> ah! I had a list of about the like the type of person that I want to marry. So at the top of the oh, list no. it says, "I want to marry Oof. a white man." A period. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, interpret that how you will. But uh, I just like I just didn't feel like I should be attracted to black guys. I mean, at least, at least you kind of grew out of that stage, you know, because a lot of people don't. Um, I did. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, that was just like a cute Yeah, but story, like, even, you know? I remember in middle school, oh no, like, I don't expose nobody, but, um, you <laughs> know, I just remember <laughs> when somebody was like, because we had like, mostly majority like brown and black kids at our school so um yeah like obviously there were different you know every everybody act, acted differently and i just remembered right someone like there it was this black girl in that grade that was being quote-unquote loud and oh, yeah that and that's when i like that's when it like 
not clicked, but I was like, wow, like, that's really crazy. Like, people really have that mindset, even to this day, like. That person may may have, because I was in the class. I was not in the class. That person may have been loud, but exactly. what are you talking about, bro? What are you, what are, what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what? Yeah, are you serious? Period. That was really crazy. And then after that, I just remember hearing a whole bunch of, like, anti-black things from brown boys in our grade. I was like, wow, like, it really opened my eyes because I'm like, this is just, it's not only, like, a white issue, like, a black and white issue. It's, like, yeah. a bunch of races that's not liking black people. And it's crazy because... A lot of them are Guyanese. So this is just <laughs> speculation, you know. A lot of them are Guyanese. So, like, you know, uh, some of them tend to be really close with their parents. And from what I know, like, in Guyana, the feud between black and, uh, and Indian people where, like, it was really tense, like, any people know the mm-hmm. people, and I think vice versa, too. So, I don't know, that could have been introduced into their lives at one point, and, like, they yeah. just went with it, you know? Yeah. It is what it is, and it is like we said, we're finding comfort yes. in our melanin now. So, As we should. we're proud of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, Thanks for joining us for some tea. Don't forget to come back for more. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Please listen to our previous podcast. The other one before this was a review series that we started on the 2020 Netflix Nigerian film called Citation. Before that, it was um, the Caribbean household Mm slash toxic household discussion. And before that, it was our college and early college experiences. So please check that out. We're on Anchor and Spotify. And a lot of other apps things. You can download in the App Store. <laughs> Correct. Um, and, you know, please come back. Next episode Period. should be a good one. It right, will. guys? All Bye. right. Bye, everyone. Bye.